following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Up high to Robinson, pull, fire, scores! For three! Action Jackson! This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. To get you ready for BYU versus UCF, here's your host, Ben Bagley. And happy Tuesday evening, BYU Hoops faithful, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the 19th-ranked BYU Cougars host UCF at the Marriott Center looking for the regular season sweep of the Knights. Just a little over a month ago, the Cougars got their first Big 12 win in Orlando, beating UCF 63-58 in a game that saw Ali Khalifa lead BYU with 17 points. The 63 points scored by BYU against UCF is the second lowest point total for the Cougars on the season, but it did come in a win. The 58 to, uh, total points given up uh, is the least amount given up by BYU in a Big 12 play in a Big 12 game this season. So we should be expecting a low-scoring game again tonight, or should we? The Cougars are averaging 74.2 points per game at home in Big 12 conference play and giving up 71.2 at home in conference play. So if averages hold true... We should see a few more points put on the board tonight. However, UCF does like to muddy up and ugly up the game a little bit. That's their M.O., so we'll have to wait and see how they, what the outcome has in store. We'll talk to Coach Colin Terry about that coming up in just a moment. Just a quick look at the Big 12 standings going into tonight's game, taking into account last night's Texas beatdown of Kansas. Shocker. And TCU beating West Virginia last night. The standings look like this. Now, get ready because this can get confusing because it is a little muddied, but here we go. Houston is a half game ahead of Iowa State at two with Texas just a half game back in third. Texas Tech, that is. After that, Baylor and Kansas sit at fourth with TCU and Oklahoma tied at six. BYU sits solo at eighth with Texas and Kansas State a half game behind them. Did you get all that down? That basically means 10 teams sit within three games of first place with just under half the schedule left to play. F-U-N, that spells fun. The Big 12 Conference is an amazing conference. It's fun to kind of follow this action. Ten ten teams in the Big 12 within striking distance of first place, all within a two-week striking distance. So... Buckle up and get ready as the stretch run comes down. I got a chance earlier to speak to BYU assistant Colin Terry for tonight's pregame conversation. Coach Terry comes to the NBA, comes from the NBA G League, where player development is the key job for coaches. I began the conversation with him, talking about that very thing and asking him, "What of this BYU hoops team? Who has he really seen develop this season?" As cliche as it sounds, I, I think everybody has really improved. I think that's why we we've had the season that we've had. Uh, I, you know, particularly spend most of my time with the bigs. And so I've seen a lot of improvement there from passing, making quick decisions, making different reads that the defense has given you and things like that. And, but overall, I, I think everybody's improved. And I think that's why it's translated in the, the type of the season that we've had so far. Does there been any surprises for the for you guys as a coaching staff as far as the players? For me, because I got hired kind of late in the cycle, everything's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I, I, you know, when I got hired here, I was really new and I was trying to learn the players and, and, you know, what their specific skill set are and what their strengths are and how that all meshes together. And I've, I've just seen a ton of improvement across the board in, in every position. Um, and so I think, again, it's allowed us to really play at a high level and really execute on offense and defense the type of uh, principles and concepts that we wanted to start with at the beginning of the season. Before we move on, you said you talked about working with the bigs. Uh, kind of a eclectic group of bigs that BYU has from – Noah Waterman, who has, I'll, I'll be honest, has made a huge jump from last year to this year as a complete player, not just an offensive threat, but now uh, playing a much better defense this year and even improved his offensive game. You got a Tiki who's still raw, but we've seen him make jumps. You got Foose who's coming back from an injury and helps give this team a different look when he's on the floor. And then you have Ali Khalifa, who is just special uh, in, in what he brings to the floor. In fact, uh, as a guy who loves basketball yourself, maybe you'll appreciate this reference, but the first, I, I remember seeing him first step out onto the floor this year and watching him pass, and it didn't help that his knee was still injured and kind of dragging that knee a little bit. I'm like, this is Arvita Sabonis in Portland, like, <laughs> like a guy who's dragging that leg and looks like he's just laboring, but he's just phenomenal to watch on the floor. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the, the Sabonis analogy isn't – too crazy as far as the passing ability is concerned. I mean, Sabonis was even Amazing. though he was pretty injured, was was an all-time great, you know, player. So, yeah, I, I think we have a really unique situation. I think Coach talked about it uh, the other day is, is that with, with Khalifa, with Atiki, and with Foos, they all bring a different skill set that we can play out of when they're on the floor. So for instance, with Ali, we can get into a lot of, you know, off ball cutting and things like that. Um, with Foos, we can, you know, post up and set screens and roll to the basket, which is a really valuable skill set as well. And then with the Tiki, he gives us somebody that's a lob threat. So he can set a screen, we can get downhill and we can throw him a lob at a basket. And he's done a really good job, like catching some 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 challenging passes at times and, and finishing. So it it really makes I think us very difficult to defend because it's not like we're doing one thing all the time on offense. We have different pieces that we can put in that will give the defense different looks. Yeah, now that we've referenced Arvita Sabonis, half our audience is like, "Who?" But that just shows that I'm getting old. Uh, let's talk about this UCF game, the first matchup. I mean, that was a big game for BYU. It was your first win in the Big 12, your first road win in the Big 12. And it was a tight, close game on the road. It feels like this team grew a lot in and learned a lot from. What do you remember from that game as a coach? Yeah, I just remember it being a, a battle, a, a real battle. I mean, just tough, physical grind it out on every type of possession. And that's what I would anticipate for tonight. I mean, they're a big, strong, long athletic team. They play hard. They're well coached by coach Dawkins, who is, is, has done very well at, at multiple places as a head coach. And so uh, they're a, they're a very difficult team to play. 
they have multiple different pieces that they can put together as well on the floor. And so uh, it's going to be a great test for us again. And I'm sure they're going to come in here hungry to get revenge uh, because of our last game there in, in Orlando. Uh, can we can we not? Can you give me a promise that there's not going to be at least 33 free throw attempts from the UCF in this game? Because I'm sorry, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> uh, I can't promise you anything. I would love for us to take 33 free throw attempts. Sure, uh, why not? You know that would be great for <laughs> us for sure. Um, but yeah, it is. They're a tough, big, physical team uh, in multiple positions. I mean, they are long and athletic. And so, um, you know, we're going to really have to bring our hard hats and and compete at a high level. Well, I'm going to get you out here on on these. It's t- a two-part question here about the players. You got Jalen Sellers, who's their leading scorer, but just really, really athletic, really big-time player for them. Uh, you guys did a good job keeping him in check on the road holding him four points under a season average. Then there's also Diallo, who's just a, a defensive presence and a, re, a, a big presence on the board. He missed the Texas Tech game and may or may not play tonight. Uh, no word on that yet. So the question is, what do you do to kind of keep sellers in check again? And how do you prepare for this game, knowing that Diallo's maybe playing and maybe not? Yeah. So with regards to sellers, I think the biggest key and what gets him going is getting out in transition. So we've got to get back. We've got to stop the ball, build the wall, protect the rim. Um, he's all, he's also a very good three-point shooter. So uh, he wants to get to the rim first, primarily in transition. But um, that's where he I think he really gets going and kind of gets his juice. So that's going to be really important for us. And then in the half-court setting with regards to him, just making sure we're there on the catch with a with a high stick hand to challenge all of his shots. Um, I think those are two things that really help us against him. As far as Diallo's concerned, with regards to somebody that we don't know if they're for sure playing or not, like just plan their plan. You know, just plan their plan. And he is he is he's a, a good player, very physical. Uh, very aggressive around the basket on both offensive and the defensive side of the floor. So we're preparing as if he's going to go. And if not, they still have other really good bigs that they can plug in and step right in and, and, and play really well too. So. Thanks to uh, assistant coach Colin Terry for joining us for the pregame conversation. We'll talk more about Diallo and whether he will be playing or not coming up next with Mark Durant. So we head to the Marriott center for a courtside conversation. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU sports network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Mountain America Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with the one and only Mark Durant, who didn't catch a helicopter from St. George like he did on Saturday to get back from a round of golf. But nonetheless, we are happy that he could be here with us to break down this game. Mark, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, there's a lot of basketball games, man. <laughs> it started to wear me out. 
I, and and they're they're all so intense. It's just like I need a break. I, this is uh, this, this is uh, crazy stuff, man. I, I thought I was gonna get a break the other night, being up 17 late in that game, and nope, nope. They made me made me we work for it. So uh, I'm well, just hoping tonight just goes <laughs> a little bit smoothly. I wasn't gonna go there, but you brought this up, and so I'm gonna bring it up anyways. Uh, the the Twitter conversation or social media conversation the last couple of days about. Uh, the rest of college basketball being sick of hearing about how great the Big 12 conference is and has been for years. I, I mean, I, you know what? I'll be honest. Before having experienced it, I would have agreed with him. But having been in the middle of it for this year, you're right, Mark. It's exhausting for me watching it doing pre- and post-game shows. I'm sure it's exhausting for the players, but also for you and Greg on play-by-play. Well, I can, you know, yeah, it's, I can think of worse things. I mean, it's like complaining about having to go and go to Disneyland every day. Oh, what a terrible life, you know. But, um, it, it, I mean, it, but it's it's all super fun. I mean, there's a difference between a thing that's a grind and it, it's just you want it to be over, and then there's a grind that's man, this is fun, this is cool, and it's hard, yeah, but man, this is this is awesome, and you know. Like with good basketball teams and good conferences, the only reason people don't like you is because you're good. Um, um, nobody cares about you if you're not good. And so, yeah, I mean, people can kind of moan about the Big 12 or, or certain good teams, but they, they kind of earn the fact that they're, they take a lot of heat from people because they're good. And that's the way Gonzaga always was. You know, they, they, they got – the attention because they're good and anyway and BYU I, I what I'm really pleased about this team is they're, they're getting a lot of attention and that's because they're good and people can complain about the metrics and all that stuff but and, and the preseason and whatever but uh, th- this team is really good and they've proved it by how they've been able to compete in the Big 12 against so many good teams and have been in every game and has been super competitive and absolutely has proven that they belong in this conference. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about it. I, mean, I, I mentioned the first block of, of the pregame show is we're, we're just over the halfway point of the conference season, and you have ten teams within three games of number one in the conference. Uh, it's just going to make an interesting stretch run. And outside that, I mean, stretch one's one thing, but then you got to get through the conference tournament in Kansas City next month, so that'll be a whole different topic. But let's focus on these two teams tonight the last time the two teams meet it met it wasn't pretty that's how UCF plays they like to muddy it up just a little bit but BYU won but there were 50 free throws in the game 33 by UCF and only 121 points scored total well it wasn't pretty do you expect the same type of game tonight at the Marriott Center probably uh i mean that's that's kind of how UCF plays uh they play really good defense they're very aggressive uh, and they put their heads down and go to the rim and try and draw contact and get to the free throw line. Or if they if they're not fouled and they miss, they want to get offensive rebounds. They were very good at, on the offensive rebounds against BYU, seventeen to six. And you don't see that happen to BYU very often. And and that, that's just the way that uh, UCF plays. And that's how they stay in games by shooting more free throws and and getting those offensive rebounds, getting multiple opportunities, turning you over. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a little bit of a messy game, but but the good thing about it at this point is that BYU's kind of uh, hardened themselves against these types of teams. I mean, when you play Houston and Iowa State and 
and UCF already once. I mean, you kind of get used to it a little bit. It's hard to play a team like UCF if it's the first time you've played a team like that that is so aggressive and so physical. But when almost every game is like that for you, it's like, what, you're only ranked ninth in the country in defense? Oh, no problem. You know, you're, you're used to playing the top two or three teams. And so that, that's not to say it's not going to be hard for BYU. But what I do like about the Cougars recently is they've their, their turnovers have been uh, fairly minimal. They've been very good at taking care of the basketball. Assisted turnover is fantastic. And you have to be that way against a team that can block shots, one of the best block, shot-blocking teams in the country, best in the Big 12. They turn you over, and they're going to be physical. So you really have to take care of the basketball, and BYU's done a good job of that lately. Hey, you talk about the defense of the UCF, uh, defense anchored by Ibrahima Diallo, who didn't play against Texas Tech, but uh, according to johnny dawkins he is available for tonight's game didn't say he was going to play but did say he was available for tonight's game uh how big of a difference would it, will he make in this game whether he plays or not because if he doesn't play that might be a big difference for byu uh, back in college when i told the ladies i was available to go out you know, I, w- <laughs> I was going out you know what i'm saying so he's <laughs> he's gonna play and that makes me a little sad because I think he's by far the most important player for UCF. And if they did not have him, I think BYU would, would roll in this game. But he is a game changer. He's a great shot blocker. Gets about two a game. but he, And then he'll probably alter about ten shots. And BYU has not been great at, at layups in the last couple games to begin with. And so with a shot blocker... One of the most, one of the premier rim protectors in the country back there, and BYU's faced him several times and really struggled with with him when he's on the floor. And so, uh, that, that's going to make this game a lot more difficult for BYU. Like you said, he wasn't he wasn't playing at Texas Tech, and I don't know how if he does play, uh, how efficient he'll be with the injury. They just don't go away, you know, when you play. I mean, it's still there for him, but we'll see. That, but that, that makes a big difference in this game. He was amazing against BYU uh, down in Florida. Had, uh, I think I'm going to read it, 19 rebounds. I'm just reading it. 19 rebounds, 11 points. That's, that, is, yep. that is impressive. And, and so you take him out of the equation, that, that, you know, BYU probably kind of goes without much problem in this one. But with him, this could be a very interesting game. We talked about it. It seems like every pregame, but BYU's second halves, a bit of a struggle, uh, especially recently. I'm not expecting them to fix all the issues in one game. But tonight, Mark Durant, what is the one thing you're looking for the Cougars to do better in the second half of tonight's game? Well, here's the deal. I mean, uh, BYU kind of is what they are. And, and they're just not a good second-half team. And uh, they're probably going to let you back into a game if they have a lead. It, it, there's been a lot of evidence of that. It's happened so many times that it's just clear that BYU's not as good in the second half, and they have trouble stopping teams in the second half, and they get tight late in the second half and miss free throws and miss shots. Uh, that's not to say they don't win some of those games. Uh, what, a, what a great bounce back with Jackson and others, you know, hitting big shots when they needed to the other night. But then, then you just have to say to yourself, well, if that's who we are, then we need to just get get a big, big enough cushion that we, we won't lose it. And, and they did the other night, and they may have to tonight. They may have to get double-digit 15, 20-point lead uh, just to ensure that 
if that does happen again, that, you know, they'll have a, a big enough cushion. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you have to be really good to get a 15 to 20 point lead so you don't lose it at the end. And so that's just kind of the way BYU is at this point. They're, they're going to get a lead and then just really struggle to hang on at the end. What I do hope, because they're not going to change that overnight, but what I do hope, like you said, they, they get a little bit better every game, that they, that they're able to play better defense every game just a little bit and, and hit some big shots at the end just a little bit better than they have been. And I think if they can just improve in, in a little respect here and there in the second half, and uh, play a little bit freer and looser and more aggressive on defense, then in that event, I think, you know, they'll, they'll still be able to get that lead, but then hold on to it a little bit better. Well, Mark, thanks a lot. Looking forward to the call with you and Greg, and I'll always be grateful that you're always available. Come I'm always available and for you, Ben. Thanks, Mark. Hey, go to, your big, go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team. You trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in the Big 12 tonight and a crazy outcome for BYU women's basketball. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live, here's Ben Bagley. And welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for some Big 12 basketball as the BYU Cougars and the UCF Knights, yeah, getting ready to play at the Marriott Center. Hey, one game in the Big 12 already underway, 10th-ranked Iowa State up 46-30 at Cincinnati against the Bearcats. Uh, one other game tonight is 25th-ranked Oklahoma's on the road to face 12th-ranked Baylor, that game tips off the same time as ours. A crazy game earlier for women's basketball as they get a 64-60 win in Orlando over UCF. More details coming up on that game at the half, but BYU women now on a three-game win streak. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. We welcome you back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight the number 19 BYU Cougars play to go above 500 for the first time in the Big 12 conference standings. The Cougs tonight looking for a second consecutive win after holding off Kansas State in a Saturday night nail-biter. Tonight, the UCF Knights are in town. UCF is the first team BYU's playing for a second time in conference play with the Cougs tonight playing for the season sweep of UCF. I'm Greg Grubel. I've got your play-by-play call tonight, joined by my 27-season broadcast partner, the former BYU basketball stalwart Mark Durant. And Mark, tonight's a big night for BYU. Uh, with a win, Cougs would go to 6-5 and five in the league. They'll have won six of their last nine in the Big 12, and they would solidify a tiebreak with UCF, a team battling to get out of the bottom four in the Big 12. And as we head down the stretch, the teams in the middle of the league are seeking to secure at least one bye at the conference tournament in Kansas City. Finishing in the top ten gets that done 
And a win tonight would be another big step toward a top 10 finish for BYU. Yeah, you might think a home game in the middle of February against UCF is not that important. But if, if you talk about games that matter, uh, you know, in March, th- this game matters. I mean, if, if you want to have success in March, if you want to get a good seat in the conference tournament, if you want to avoid playing that first day, and then if you want to kind of ensure that you're going to make the NCAA tournament, and then if you want to have a good seed in the NCAA tournament, these games in mid-February really, really matter. This is big for BYU, and they've got it set up nicely the next few games. If they could really play some good basketball, then all those worries about March kind of go away, and, you, and you're ready for it. But if you don't get these games, then then there's a lot of worry, and, and you're going to have to do some things, and it's going to it's going to get a little bit messy. So you have a chance to really clean it up right now and and set your course uh, for March in the middle of February. Those are the wise words of Mark Durant coming up. The wise words of Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show rolls on live from Provost Marriott Center on the new skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Here's Greg Rubel. Coming up, top of the hour, BYU and UCF complete their regular season series, 17-6, BYU 5-5 five five in conference, coming off a home win over K-State, UCF 13-9, 4-6 in the Big 12. The Knights lost at Texas Tech on Saturday, but their last win was a decisive victory over an Oklahoma team that easily handled BYU one week ago tonight. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years Zions Bank is for you and tonight Coach Pope talks about taking on a UCF team that won't necessarily blow you away on offense but they will grind you down on defense they're actually uh, they're shooting the ball better Um, they have a bunch of guys in the last five games that are uh, nearing 40 percent shooting uh, 24 shooting almost 50 percent over the last five games from three-point line so they're shooting it better and they 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 really try and hurt you two ways offensively with three ways one transition offense uh, forcing turnovers and getting out in the run they're really dangerous too uh, they're really dangerous getting to the rim and then they're extremely dangerous uh, on the offensive glass they cause everybody problems there so uh, they, they're a very very capable offensive team and then uh, they definitely cut their teeth defensively their length is just incredible it's like world-class uh, their physicality is pretty breathtaking and they're they're a tough team so how did you beat them first time around uh, just it was a battle. It's, you know, it's a slugfest with 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 a team like this. It, that's what it's going to turn into every time. It's just a a battle of wills and and uh, styles of play. And we were we were able just enough to get enough movement and enough pace and enough space to the game and and have enough tough, toughness on the defensive end and keep them off the free throw line just barely enough to come out with a win. No Diallo in their last game in Lubbock. Uh, expect to see him tonight. He had 11 and 19 in the first meeting in Orlando. Yeah, he was terrific. You know, you think about a 19 rebound game and the impact that that has both on the offensive and defense fan. And then, you know, as a shot blocker, he was terrific. A rim protector he was terrific in that game. So he's um, he's definitely capable, and he's got uh, you know he's got um, you know rarefied air, size, length, and mobility. 
Texas Tech ran away from KU last night, but that same Texas Tech team had a real handful of a game with, with UCF. It's the league. You know, it's this league. is Every game is tough. Every team is capable, and every team is full of players and and uh, and, and styles of play that, that, that can win games. It's certainly, this UCF team is, uh, you know, beat Texas on the road, is, is beat Kansas and a bevy of other teams at home, and um, that's why this 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 uh, this league is so fun. I, I'm excited for our fans here in the gym to kind of witness this because this really is just a. It is just going to be uh, two teams, you know, putting everything they have on the floor, just like all these Big Twelve games is, and that's why it's great. Doesn't feel like it's happened a lot in the last few weeks, but it looks like you're starting the same starting lineup for back-to-back games. How about that? <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we still got an hour left, but uh, mm-hmm. but we're hopeful that that uh, we'll we'll have the whole lineup in. All right, Coach, thank you for the time in the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Chief. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and UCF tonight? Well, BYU needs to, to shoot more free throws than they did in Florida. They have to be, I think, within five made free throws of UCF. And secondly... UCF is uh, two and four in games they've been out rebounded by uh, by their opponent. I think BYU needs to to be right with UCF in, in rebounding. It was uh, seventeen to six on the offensive glass mm. in Florida, and they need to be right around equal with UCF tonight. Those are Mark's keys to the game. Break time now, and this reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of fifty locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next. Live from Provo's Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats. Alongside Mark Durant, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center. Tonight, BYU plays for back-to-back wins for a third time in Big 12 play. Cougs tonight wrapping up a two-game home set. Three of BYU's next four will be played away from home starting Saturday at Oklahoma State. Cowboys have a weekday bye this week. The Big 12 has four teams on bye. Ten teams in action this week. Four played last night, six on the floor tonight. No Wednesday games this week. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, courtside for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Ben Bagley. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, James Finlayson and Ethan Arcade. Our studio editor tonight is Maya Tippett. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, through 10 Big 12 games, BYU's demonstrated an unquestioned ability to compete in the toughest conference in the country. In fact, BYU's trailed at halftime only one time in 10 games so far. The Cougs have no trouble getting off to good first half starts. Second half's a bit of an adventure. Cougs have won the second half only four times in 10 games. Saturday against K-State, BYU lost the second half but hung on to win the game. That's what matters most. Coach Pope, Mark, he actually liked the way his guys had to grind for the W. 
Well, that was a positive, and it will be something they can look back on and say, hey, we were in a tough spot there, and we made the plays, we got the W, and that that's kind of what you hope for now because this team is going to continue to have struggles in the second half. It's a problem. It's clearly a problem. It happened, has happened way too many times. So you're not going to think of something that, oh, we forgot to do this. That's why we, <laughs> we're we losing in the second half. No, it's it's a... There's a lot of issues that go into that. So since BYU's not going to change overnight, you just want to get better at different things, better at making your free throws, better at execution, better at rebounding late, better at uh, uh, you know running good stuff to make sure you get good looks. And that's all you can do is just try and get a little bit better. And then and, and you're in those tough situations and, and you have success, you use that to build off of. And uh, hopefully BYU can continue to play great in the first half, get a little bit of a cushion, and just hang on for dear life. All right, coming up after this break, we'll hear from UCF head coach, the great Johnny Dawkins, as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, number 19, BYU hosting UCF. The Knights playing the back end of a two-game road swing. They lost Saturday at Texas Tech, and that was a game the entire way. Red Raiders never pulled away from UCF. Texas Tech won at 66-59. Gives you an idea how UCF plays. BYU beat UCF in Orlando. Final score there was 63-58. The Knights are quite content if neither team gets to 70. Short time ago, I talked with UCF head coach Johnny Dawkins about the Knights' defensive identity and how it's helping UCF compete in its first season as a Big 12 member. Yes, we've we've taken a lot of pride in how we guard. We think it's very important to be in any game. You have to be able to defend, and at least our guys have done a good job of taking pride in that. You went to Texas Tech and played them toe-to-toe. It's a one-possession game late. Same team that ran away from Kansas last night. You did a real nice job on the weekend at a pretty potent uh, place to play in, in Lubbock. Well, yeah, heck of an environment, you know, similar to here. I mean, great fan base, uh, a lot of support. And I thought our guys just gave, a, you know, a great effort. And that's, that's all you can ask for. I thought our guys played hard. They were competing. And uh, we fell a few plays short. But uh, we have to learn and try to get better from that experience. This is your fourth of fourth, four consecutive games against ranked teams. But that's life in the Big 12, isn't it? <laughs> How about that, right? For all of us, it's, it's an incredible uh, league, as you know. And uh, for us, you write four, <laughs> four games in a row against ranked opponents. But like I said, when, you, when you're playing these type of teams, I mean, you're growing, you're getting better, you know, even if you don't realize it. Because when you're playing teams of this caliber, you, you can only improve as long as you're working hard at it. You're so focused on the next game, the next scout. But when you take a look back maybe at the league right now, what kind of conclusions can you draw about the strength top to bottom? Uh, from top to bottom, it's very good. Anyone can win on any night, uh, that's for sure. I mean, you see some teams, you know, every single night, you know, when they go out on the road or at home, you know, give amazing efforts, and they're right there in, in all the ball games. You know, it hadn't been too many games, as you just mentioned, runaway games from teams. Most of the games have been one, two, three possessions coming under eight minutes, and guys are making plays to secure victories. You were able to uh, play at Texas Tech without uh, Ibrahima Diallo. Do you expect to get him back tonight against BYU? Uh, we're hopeful to get him back. Uh, depends on how he goes in, in warm-ups and what he's doing. If he's, you know, depends on how he feels. But he hadn't been able to do much, as you can imagine. Okay. Thoughts on BYU? Uh, it's been a little while since you played them, and you played them to a five-point game at your place last month. Uh, shoot, very good team. Mark's done a great job with his group. Um, he, has, he has a bit of everything. He has shooters. He has big men that are versatile. Uh, they defend, talking about us defending, they defend great. You know, So uh, just a very good basketball team, well coached. 
and you're back in the Marriott Center. Thoughts on this building? <laughs> it's been a while, but I've, I've always been amazed as how you know how, how, how great an environment it is. It's electric in here. Uh, you know, it's something that you know I think everyone in this area should be proud of. You've been in Utah for a few days. It looked like you had a Super Bowl party or gathering at uh, Taylor Hendricks' place on the weekend. Yeah, that was nice. You know, that, you know, it just worked out. We were here at the same time they were, so so we're able to take the team over there and spend time, you know, with Taylor and, and you know, for a twin brother that's on our team. Right. Just how important that is, you know, that connection that you have as twins. So it was really good to get our guys out there and get his twin out there to, to visit with him as well. I think when we last saw you, Tyler wasn't able to play. I think he was out, so he is available now, though. Yeah, Tyler's yeah. available. He's 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 healthy now and, and able to go. Oh, very cool. Coach, thank you again for the time. We'll see you in Kansas City. Hey, you're welcome. Take care. All right, that was head coach Johnny Dawkins of UECF and the final note of our national anthem. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, Visit DougSmithKia.com. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show coming your way right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and UCF coming up top of the hour. Cougs will take the floor with 10 healthy scholarship players. We haven't said that too many times this season, but Ali Khalifa is back. Noah Waterman finally feeling good. Fuseni Traore has put his hamstring injury in the rear view. Jackson Robinson recovering from his ankle injury. Trevin Nell healing after a foot sprain. Trey Stewart's back in the rotation after sitting for seven games. Mark, BYU's now 10 deep with contributors. Nine of the 10 have started at least one game for BYU this season. This team is as deep as you want to be, I think, heading into the stretch run. This is great news for BYU. Knock on wood for the health of this team. And you imagine trying to game plan for both Foos and uh, Ali Khalifa and you know like you said Trevin and Jackson seem to be regaining their form a little bit more it was great to see Trey play he's he has a critical defensive uh, athleticism and so yeah so this is a good time to kind of get everybody together and get everybody healthy as you make a stretch run a final word before tip-off is coming your way next this is the BYU store Cougar tip-off show on the new skin BYU sports network BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. All right, getting you set for BYU and UCF. We hit this note a few moments ago, but big game tonight in terms of separation in this league standing. So the way it goes in Kansas City is the bottom four teams have to play on the first day of the tournament. The top ten get at least one bye and maybe two. And right now you've got West Virginia, Oklahoma State as 13 and 14. They look destined to be in the bottom four. But then these next two teams, Cincinnati and UCF, BYU lost to Cincy, and they won't get them again. So ideally, Cincy separates itself from BYU, but BYU, by sweeping UCF, would create its own separation. And tonight, UCF is trailing 63-51 at home to Iowa State. So if BYU takes care of business tonight, Iowa State helps the Cougars out, that separation begins to create, and that would be huge come Kansas City time. Yeah, it really would, and that, that bottom four is just... No bottom four. It's hard for the conference tournament. Then you're kind of outside of that top ten. You, the conventional wisdom is that ten, ten teams from the Big 12 go to the tournament. 
You, you just have to avoid it. That, that's what, and, and you can take care of that by winning games like tonight. Tip-off of BYU and UCF coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skit, BYU Sports Network.